Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM, The Voice. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with FCA here in Idaho. And my guest today, or our guest today on Heart of the Athlete, is uh, also on staff with FCA, Coach Bill Barr. Bill, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. Thank you. So good to be here again. Yeah. It's always good to sit down with you and talk about the Lord. That's right. It's going to be fun today. What's better? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) What's better? (laughs) Jesus and FCA. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Well, hey, folks, we have got some events coming up, and I know, Bill, you got some archery things, too. We're going to talk about that, and um, in fact, you're in the middle of uh, archery clinic right now here. Uh, you've got the, the first week, this past week, and then you got the second week coming up, and then also in January, and we don't have those dates yet set for the January archery clinic. Not right? for the 2024 season, okay. but we will. We'll get those. So, yeah, folks, if you're interested in getting involved in some archery, your kids are, grandkids kids down the street, nieces and nephews, you can go to fcaidaho.org and get those archery dates. And we're going to talk about November and December archery here in a moment uh, with you, Bill. Also, though, we've got an event coming up on the 22nd of, of December. Bill, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about this event? Uh, bowl breakfast. It is a great opportunity to introduce two teams that play in the Idaho Potato Bowl. And I think this year we have Georgia State, Georgia State from Atlanta, Georgia, out of the Sun Belt Conference, mm -hmm. and then Utah State Aggies from Logan, Utah, out of the Mountain West Conference. And special guest speaker, which is I watched this guy on TV, and he was lightning, and it was such an so exciting to watch him play football. Rocket Ishmael, yeah, he's your guest speaker, so that's exciting to be able to listen to his story. Yep, he's got a unique name. And actually, um, his father was uh, was Muslim. Rocket, though, um, came to Christ as a, as a young, I think, junior high, high school athlete, but eventually went to Notre Dame and then played with the Dallas Cowboys, played with the Raiders, and and finished out with, I think, or finished out with the Cowboys. I think the Panthers were somewhere in between the Raiders and, and the NFL. And then, actually, he got, he, coming out of Notre Dame, Bill, he went to the CFL, went to, with, to Toronto. Hmm. And um, played in the Grey Cup, was a Grey Cup MVP, helped the Argonauts win the Grey Cup, I think in 91, or 90-91 season it was. So, uh, so yeah, we're excited to host him here and be our keynote speaker. So, this folks, if you're interested in going to the Famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA Breakfast, you can go to fcaidaho.org and register there. You can um, buy a seed or two. You can bring a, bring a uh, you know, a young person, a young athlete in your family that's that's out for a sport, or you can sponsor a table. And I know you've you've done that in the past, yep. Bill, uh, with Napa Christian and Skyview. And uh, when you're teaching coaching days, we're over there in that part of the uh, the valley. And so, Kim Kim Beckett usually yep. buy a table as well. Yep, she fills it with coaches. Yep. And, and uh, athletes yep. from your school. So it's a great opportunity to hear Ismail's testimony. Yep. Of how God transformed his life. Yep. And then we'll also have uh, a player from each team. We'll do a Q&A with them, and they'll get to share about their walk with Jesus. And uh, so, and the breakfast, the meal is fabulous. Oh, yeah, Boise good Center meal. does a great job. So it's downtown there. So anyway, uh, folks, if you're interested in, in, in going, uh, it could be a men's group from your church. It could be a youth group from your church. It could be your, 
your son or daughter's youth team and bring those kids to come could, here. Yeah, it could be uh, a team from your school, from your high school, even yep. your middle school. FCA Huddle, that is your high, high local, so I know we got some of those coming. LeGrand is coming all the way from LeGrand. Uh, they they're actually have two tables, Bill. They're bringing from LeGrand so High School. They've been doing this for years. Yeah, several years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can buy individual tickets or a sponsor table, and we don't have that many left. We have about 12 tables left uh, at the time of this recording, so... We're so they're excited. going fast. Yep, they're going fast. So well, and then I know coming up to a neat event that we're gonna at the uh, Raleigh Lane Wrestling Tournament there in January. We've been doing a, a breakfast for the state wrestling tournament when it's hosted here at the Idaho Center in Nampa. So we've been doing that for probably about six years, six or seven years. And so this year though, state's going to be over in Pocatello for state high school wrestling. And so at the Raleigh Lane Tournament, Josh Newberg is going to be hosting a breakfast. There, a champion's breakfast at the Raleigh Lane Wrestling Tournament. and um, What day in January is that? Do you have, have a to, date I'll on that? I'll have to take a look here at the calendar as we're talking, but yeah, you're going to get excited back. Quite a few schools, you were yep, saying. I think there's 80, 90 plus My old high school yep. ends up has been there. Yeah, from Primeville. Yep. Yep. The Cowboys from Crook County, right? None of them know me, but <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Who are you? It's nobody. I'm nobody. But our speaker... This year for the champions breakfast at the Royal Lane Wrestling Tournament huh? is none other than John Peterson, Olympic oh, gold medal. No kidding. So uh, we're excited about that. A poster of John Peterson yep. when I was in high school. Yeah, I know him and his brother Ben. Yep. Yeah, brothers. I I think in the seventy two Olympics, John got gold and Ben got silver. Then the seventy six Olympics, they switched. They switched. I think it was Ben got the gold and John got the silver. Yeah. Um, I just remember I reading Dan Gable's book, The Legend of Dan Gable, 72 Olympic gold medalist, yeah. beat the Russian guy three to zero. Nobody scored a point on him. Yeah. Yeah. That was that, some amazing wrestling. Olympics, yeah. I know. I, my brother and I, we were in elementary school back then and that 72, 76 Olympic years. I remember my dad sitting us down and, and, uh, you know, we were watching the Olympics and watching those two brothers, Russell and Gable. Yeah. And, uh, those are good days, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. You, I was twelve. <laughs> yeah, so you're just a little older than me. So anyway, John Peterson coming to town, Bill. How cool is that? Amazing. That's really Lord. Yeah, so we're excited. He's been a real voice for the for the gospel for yes, years. Has. What yeah. an influence! Lots of mission trips using the sport of wrestling, going over to Europe and across the world, and and so's Ben. I get to know Ben. His brother Ben was here about during COVID actually, and uh, speak spoke at a tournament, and he was selling his books and. They had some tracks that he and John put together. And so I got a bunch of those and was handing them out and bought a case of his books that we gave out to one of those mm-hmm. champions breakfast at the state wrestling tournament. And then Ben spoke at a Baptist church over in Nampa off of Cherry Lane and, and got an opportunity to mm. go over there and listen to him speak at the church. And that's how I got to know Ben. And then, so Ben was the one that put us in touch with John because Ben couldn't, we were trying to get Ben to come out and speak at this. And then he goes, William, my brother might be around and might be available. So Newberg and I had a Zoom call with John Peterson. Okay. So that was a treat. And uh, so, well, yeah, you know, and I think the, the cool thing is we get to see these guys, you know, whether it's Rocket or John Peterson, they get to talk about their relationship with Jesus, but they also get to share the gospel and uh, uh, to at these events. And we're just, so grateful for the Lord and the organizers of these events, whether it's the famous out of potato bowl or Todd Katie, who 
organizes that Raleigh, Les- Re- mm-hmm. Raleigh Lane Wrestling Tournament to be able to partner with these folks to be able to, you know, have these these breakfasts to for for people maybe that are sitting on the fence with their relationship with Jesus, right? Or mm-hmm. or maybe they don't know Jesus at all, but they want to come hear Rocket or they want to come hear John. And uh, I know you've invited a lot of people to these kinds of events in the mm-hmm. past as well to to uh, listen to the gospel. And I know that's something that is near and dear to your heart is evangelism and sharing the gospel. Yeah, I mean, I have personal stories I've shared with you. Uh, my senior year, I was wrestling and I got hit by this. I stole this bicycle and I was riding back to the dormitory. And, and you're at a, a tournament, right? It I'm at like- a tournament and I'm in the finals the next day and I have to wrestle Kevin Benson from Gresham, Oregon. And and anyway, I get and hit by this, this car bike. on the you freeway. You stole a bike. Yeah, I'd run too far. And I thought, I had a pickup truck and I thought, okay, well, I'll get back to the dorm, put the bike back in, take it back. But I got hit by a car on the freeway on I-5 by Ashland, <laughs> Oregon. And so I just am thankful that I'm alive. Now, I'm not a believer, you know. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't raised a Christian home. Jesus was just a cuss word to me growing up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, two more inches, three more inches, and I don't know, I, I'd i be gone. You might have ended your life. And uh, I remember um, somebody helped me, stopped, car along the freeway. This gal had a bike rack, took the bike back of course i told her i didn't steal it i said let me out right here and i put the bike back where i stole it and i got up to the dorm and fell on my knees under a big fir tree and just thanked god now i'm praying to god you know mm-hmm. but i didn't know him personally as my savior and uh but i'm just thinking him i'm alive and the next day i'm watching this 125 pounder that's phenomenal i thought what's driving this guy and I remember during a timeout, I walked around the corner of the mat, and he had a little yellow sign, a patch on his gi. And I on remember looking around on a yeah. singlet, and I looked down there, and it says a yield sign. And it says, yield to Christ. It was a, like like one of the road Like signs. a road sign. <laughs> and I thought, And it was man, right on his singlet. It was right on his singlet. Wow. And because of his intensity, uh, just there was something different about that athlete. Mm-hmm. To this day, I don't know who it that caught kid. your attention. Don't know who he was, but here's here's uh, somebody shining their light mm-hmm. for Jesus. Somebody like me that's searching for truth and right. meaning and purpose, right. some value and something bigger and greater than myself. Yeah, and I get this sign from God where I'm just thankful to be alive, and here I am. Hey, yield to Christ. So it here's might- a wrestler that had an influence on me. And what did, what did you think when you when you when you first read that real yield to Christ? What was going through your mind? Well, I didn't understand the intensity. I didn't understand. I didn't know God personally, so I didn't know how how that relationship could really motivate you to be a better athlete. Mm-hmm. You and I had that conversation where the stress and the mm-hmm. pressure of fear, winning, the fear, the of, fear of winning, yeah. or basically not winning yeah. or losing. And my mm-hmm. identity was so wrapped up in my sport in high school. And it was it just, it paralysis. It just leads you to, you can't be free. Yeah. And it, it, it's like when I, when I finally came to Christ as an athlete is when I reached a level that I never reached in high school mm-hmm. where it, it set me free. Yeah. And you, you talked about the joy of competing. Yeah. And for me, it was like 
as I grew in my relationship, as I as I knew God more, and I read the Word more, and I began to know God more, that passion of Him, that love, instead of anger and hate, it it became love as my motivation to please and honor Him uh, in my athletic performance, which yeah. just freed me up. Yeah, and I was able. I felt to reach my my full potential as an athlete that I never could have reached not knowing Christ when I was in high school. Right. As an athlete. Wow. It's uh and and we're talking about these elite guys on the Olympic level that, mm-hmm. that have this relationship, a personal relationship where their identity is not wrapped up in the color of their medal. Yeah. But it's in Christ. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so liberating and free. Well I think that's the goal is really to be conformed to the image of Christ. And it's it's not the goal is not to win more matches or games. And it's and and I think it can be confused sometimes, right, Bill? You know, thinking, oh, a Christian, you know, you have to, you have to play soft, you know, and like even what I just said, the goal is to be conformed to the image of Christ. Period. Yeah, and uh, it's it's not to win, and but yet, you know, like Paul encourages us in, in, in the third chapter of Colossians to work as if we're working for the Lord yeah. and not for men, and to do it enthusiastically. I think it's getting a clear understanding of really who Jesus was. I mean, the incarnated God in mm-hmm. flesh, but yet, I mean, when you look at his life and you look at the intensity of what he endured, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible says that he set his mind, his, his face like a flint, mm-hmm. that he had set his mind to the task. God, if you could take this cup from me. Right. But if not, but the willingness to yield to the Father yeah. and empty himself, it says, and humble himself. But yet, I mean, you think about the grit so he and was the toughness. Focused on what the father, the plan, the purpose, right? Yeah, he didn't. It, the scriptures also tell us that he didn't whimper, right? The unbelievable. I think the strength. I mean, if you look at the fortitude and the strength, he didn't to quit. Endure, he never yeah. gave up. You know, it's like bad people think they're good because they never really resist temptation enough. Mm-hmm. If you want to know the strength of temptation, you got to resist it mm-hmm. to know how powerful yeah. that is. Yeah. And if you just give in, if you give in to the temptation, then it's like you never really know the strength of it. But Christ, it says that he was tempted in all ways, but right. yet never sinned. He was without yeah. sin. Yeah. And then you think of, you know, the Bible in Psalms talks about that he who could conquer, control his temper is mightier than a man who can, can conquer a whole city. Mm-hmm. Trying to control your tongue, kind of control and I'm just thinking, you know, they spat on him, they hit him, they ripped his beard out, they mocked him, they ridiculed him, even when he was on the cross. Mm-hmm. If thou art the Son of God, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. save thyself. Right. I mean, and and yet the restraint and the power, the strength, but yet, I mean, talk about there's no stronger man mm-hmm. that ever walked on this earth. Yeah. I think physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, and spiritually than Jesus. Yeah. Truly, it, a man's man. As you're talking there, it reminds me a little bit, you know, that of that the total lease performance. And you and I have talked about this before in the air, but by Wes Neal, and the the little cartoon of the guy who's on his doing the bench press, and there's a there's a spotter yelling at him, "Don't quit!" Christ didn't, you know, yeah. and and he's spotting him when he's doing the bench, right? You know, it's a it's a little cartoon, yeah. And uh, but I think about those attributes of, of what Jesus was such a great example for us i mean i know we don't measure up at all we're we're not a good example at all none of us none of us right 
But I think his, his example of those things you're talking yeah. about, of not quitting, of staying focused on his, on the purposes that God has for us. Um, something it, bigger and greater than yourself. And I yeah. didn't have that. I didn't have something bigger and greater than myself to empower me with mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit in, in me. And then the love of God and understanding his love that I received from him gave me the ability to love others and mm-hmm. really freed me up as yeah. an athlete to compete yeah. for for his glory and not for me. You know, it was all about the pedestal. And that pedestal, when you mm-hmm. become a Christian, becomes a platform to share Christ, mm-hmm. what he's done for you. That's what that high school kid was doing. Yeah, He used, it wasn't, it was a platform for him to share Christ and it made a difference in my life, and yet he never spoke a single word to me. And someday you're it was gonna, all action. We're going to get to meet this guy. You're going <laughs> to introduce me. <laughs> introduce me to him when we get to heaven. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, if you just join us here on Heart of the Athlete, I'm visiting with FCA staffer Bill Barr, who's uh, doing FCA Outdoors ministry here in Southwest Idaho, and and specifically archery. And uh, of course, you you coach football, you coach wrestling, you coach track and field, pole vault specifically in there, but other events in track and field, but God's captivated your heart with archery, which is really cool. And you're in the middle of these archery clinics. And so you, you, you've had, I know you did a, a youth camp over in, on, um, was it Payette or Ontario back in June? Fruitland. Fruitland. Ryan Sills area rep in that area organized. You guys helped launch that. Archery camp. And then we had archery at the camp at the Northwest FC Sport yeah, Camp. Yeah, at an archery do our camp. all over the, the region come to do archery. Uh, and now you've done now you're you've done two monthly clinics, mm-hmm. one in November, one in here in December. What what have you seen God do with getting into this you know archery and and doing these? these yeah, archery. You know, our model, course. the E3 model, is engage, equip, and empower. And archery is such a multi generational activity because you can have little kids all the way up to older seventy plus eighty year olds that that compete against and shoot. Mm-hmm. So you could have a, a granddad. I had a granddad and his grandson shooting together, a father and, and his daughter and a mother and a son. And that's what I liked about archery is that yeah. the FCA sports, you know, where we've been focusing on like high school sports generally and middle school sports, college, but this yeah. is a college athletics, but this is a activity that is, it's a, it's an outdoor activity, but yet can also be an indoor activity and it's a family mm-hmm. multi-generational activity. And the statistics that you were sharing with me. Yeah, I was amazed. Yeah. That there's more more kids involved in archery than little league baseball. Yeah. And really you don't surprising. in this in this sport, you don't have to be the biggest, you don't have to be the strongest, you don't have to be the fastest. Mm-hmm. You just have to control your focus breathing and just honestly stand still and relax mm-hmm. mentally and be able to shoot an arrow. Yeah. So how how fun? So this has been a fun time for you as you're, you're expanding this this this. Yeah, sport. I'm just we are, I'm we're just talking about every athlete, it. right? FCA, yep. every athlete, every coach, and and these are athletes too. Yeah, and we're just trying to invade the archery world, and we're trying to use archery to engage people, kids, and so they can encounter Christ. Mm-hmm. And with that, it comes that in in equipping where you can share the word yeah. of God with them. You can get resources into them, yeah. Bibles and and Bible studies and devotionals. And then you you have so many more connections that you can hopefully reproduce yourself mm-hmm. that somebody else can go on and like coaches can influence athletes, ath- athletes can influence other athletes. 
and they can share their experience with what Christ has done with them with others and disciples making disciples. Yeah. Well, I know you love the gospel and you love sharing the gospel, whether it's uh, somebody who's never heard it or somehow maybe forgot it, don't know it very well, or reminding believers about the gospel. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about that because I know we've got this wristband we have on our wrist. Yeah, the right? model we use for FCA is called the four, and it has it's a I have a wristband in front of me, and it has a heart, and the heart really symbolizes that God loves you, and you can share a scripture with them. Any scripture we use John three sixteen, one of the most famous: "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life." So God loves you, and that's that's just a message right there, and God proves that. Not our circumstances, but if you just look to the cross, God gave his only begotten son. And it says he so loved the world. Mm -hmm. So at that time, you know, it wasn't just Jews and Romans. There were Greeks. And so it's it's multicultural. God loves the world. Mm -hmm. All nations, all men, women, whatever. Uh, Then the next one is a division sign. And that division sign basically says that our sin separates us. And I think of Isaiah where it says that your iniquities have separated you from God. And uh, another really good verse is in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So you notice there's no S after the word sin. Mm. And it's like James 2.10, you know, if if I break one of the law, I'm guilty of it all. So in archery, if you want to shoot a perfect score, you got to shoot a 300. And God's, you got to be, to get to heaven, you got to be perfect. But we recognize we're not perfect in our words, thoughts, and deeds. But the good news is that Jesus rescues us, right? So he that's paid our next, sin that's debt. That's the third symbol. That's the cross that. for yeah. he who knew no sin became sin that we might become the righteousness of God. So God rescues us if we confess our sins, put our faith in him. God promises to cleanse all of our sins and remove them. So, and the last one is a question mark. Uh, the question is, is do you know Jesus? And if you were to die today, where would you go? Is your sins out of the blood of Jesus? Are you trusting Jesus mm-hmm. to take you to heaven? Mm-hmm. And so you ask him that, you know, you engage the heart. Right. And uh, so that's, that's, that's the four. So and you're using, you're giving out. I know we give these out at camps. You guys give it out at the archery youth camp and the, yeah. big, the big regional camp. But then you're also using these at the clinics too, right? Yeah. I, if you sign up for a basic intro to archery class, you get a FCA Bible, outdoor Bible. You get an FCA T-shirt, and then uh, you'll get a wristband that's the four. And then we'll share the gospel with the archers and teach them how to become fishers of men, yeah, or women, you right. know to share the gospel and with others. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, this is this is a part of that, you, you mentioned it earlier, the E3 or Engage, Equip, and Empower discipleship process, the FCAs that we have. And this is the first part of that, is knowing the gospel and being able to communicate it, right? Absolutely. And it's like, unless faith cometh by hearing the word, so we have to, not only in our deeds and our walk and our life, we, we need to share the word with others. Yeah. They need to hear it. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. And what a great tool. And uh, so we're... Yeah, resources are great. Yeah. FCA has a really good model and they provide really good resources to... Well, folks, if you're interested, you're you're intrigued by this, the four 
F-O-U-R, the four, these four symbols that Bill just went through. If you'd like to get one of these wristbands, we would love to give one to you and you could use it. And these, we've got a, uh, actually have a, a study that you can use. You can look it up on Version Bible app too, right? There's, mm-hmm. And it's in your FCA Bible. Yep, it's in the FCA Bible. So, But if you want to get one of these wristbands, we've been giving these out to kids in huddles and schools all over the place, all over the valley. And uh, But you can get in touch with us at fcaidaho.org. And um, Bill and I would love, we'd love to meet with you, get you some resources, and help you out. So wouldn't that be fun, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, Bill, man, the time is going by so fast today. Thanks for being on Heart of the Athlete today. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me, Ken. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice.